What are you going to do? Kill me? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> you just kind of laid out the whole case for yeah. me. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes back with the boy, Haran. You know, it's only <laughs> us two today. And then we got two special guests. One returning guest, our close friend from college, Jackie. Uh, she she just aired quote, close friends. I don't know how she feels about me She's right family, now. Harsha. Anyways, moving on. Um, Jackie's a soccer stud, you know, just oh. got tat- tatted up recently. Oh. You know, cat mom. Ooh. Office enthusiast and a really great friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you know how we do it on training discussion sometimes. We got three Indian guys and a white guy, but this time we don't have Christians, so we had to bring in Connor. Uh, <laughs> uh, the token Connor's uh, Jackie's sister's boyfriend. You know, he's a cool guy, big into movies and music, and uh, really loves LeBron James, I hope. Oh yeah, for sure. I have a little prom poster and everything. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, yeah, you guys want to introduce yourself to or the podcast? I guess reintroduce yourself, Jackie, as well. Yeah. Ladies first. Well, thank you, Harsha, for that great, lovely introduction. Great friend. Um, very close, great friend of mine. Um, yeah, I mean, thank you for having me back. There's nothing really new with me. Um, besides, you know, I'm a close friend now, so... Yeah. What were you before? Just a friend, apparently. Damn. I don't know. A little bit of a promotion. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, excited to be here, to be your third co-host. I'm glad to be Tarun's replacement for the day. Um, And to have Connor here. Connor, please introduce yourself. I'm glad to be here. I'm Connor Connor Grant. And And, um, um, like like Harsha said, said, I'm... I'm Jackie's, Jackie's sister's boyfriend, boyfriend and, and um, I've become, become a close, close friend, friend of Jackie, Jackie and, and you guys have had friends on the show before, before. friends with him, and I've met you guys, you guys are all guys really, are cool. really cool. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Awesome, Mr. Yeah, so Connor, Connor uh, what was your first impression of Jackie when you met her after dating her sister? Um, um, I believe, I believe that, that first, I didn't know, didn't know her, her too well, but I got to know, know her, what, what, like, like, better, better over time. time. Um, I believe that first, I, I, I really liked all of the Monroe's, honestly, like, I had a problem, but I still don't have a problem. Great answer. Nice, nice. And, um, yeah, I just thought she was really nice, you know. Jackie, yeah, what? the first time oh, okay. we, she, she literally, I think she, she like drove to pick up one of our friends because me and Annie, Annie that's Jackie's Jackie sister, Jackie as you guys know, um, we were having we were friends having over here, here and, and I think Jackie, Jackie wants to pick one of them up and we all like drink wine together. It was cool. So, you know, I don't really have a question Connor, but where are you recording this podcast right now? At the Woodroy household. Yeah, we'll ask this question later. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, but uh, at the time when I met Connor, with my sister and him still weren't dating. They were just like close friends. Um, I think Connor was trying to win my sister over, but my sister was like, "No." Oh. And um, because of me, they're dating now. So oh, what? basically, yeah. Oh, Jackie's a matchmaker. Wow. Yeah, because my sister was like, "Nah, I'm about to go to college. Whatever." 
And I was like, oh, but Connor's such a nice guy. We used to hang out like when he would, when he'd come over and his friends, we'd hang out with him. And um, I was like, he's a really nice kid. Like he makes an effort to talk to my parents and hang out with us. Um, I like him. I think, I think he's a nice guy. And then she started dating him. Aw. Look at you, Jackie. And now here they are. They just celebrated their two year anniversary. Oh, congrats. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, last week. And um, yeah, it was an interesting, it was an interesting journey uh, coming, like being friends and then dating. But I definitely got some assistance from Jackie and Rosa <laughs> for sure. Nice. They definitely helped me out because um, it was kind of a thing where we were friends, me and Annie, and it was just kind of we like liked each other at different times. We had some bumps in the road, you know. So, dude, that's literally my story as well. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, her too. Wait, so you were friends with your girlfriend first as yeah, well? Yeah, we we met. Bit? Yeah, we met in high school, like junior year. Um, and then we got oh, closer, wow. like senior year. I went to prom with her. Um, but not until like after. Prom, yeah, like, you did. <laughs> relax. <laughs> but not until after prom, I think like we started having like somewhat feelings for each other. Um, but then we were going to like, well, she went to UVA, I went to Tech, which isn't that far away, but it's still like semi long distance, I guess. So like, I guess we had like some reservations whether like we wanted to like date or not um and then there's some bumps away in that <laughs> regard i don't want to get into again but um yeah now we're going strong so cool yeah, yeah. i mean that's the whole thing with colleges that was the same issue like me and her were just unsure like with call it going to different colleges and everything um it was like a two-hour distance between her and me at the time i believe where it was going to be two-hour distance and yeah, we were just pretty unsure of it at first. And we were trying to figure out if we actually liked each other, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's how it goes for a lot of people that go from friend zone to dating. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just being super unsure if you want to be friends or not. Because it's always like the worry, like, once you start dating, like, there's no going back, right? So it's like, do you want to risk losing your friend if, like, it goes wrong, you know? Exactly, that's yeah. Harsha, how'd you meet your girlfriend? Uh, or me and my girlfriend's families are family friends, so you know. Uh, it, I knew her from a long time ago. Oh um, right, I think I remember you telling us that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, if I, anything goes wrong, we lose families, not just friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be battle of families. <laughs> but yeah, I met her ever since I moved to Virginia when I was uh, eleven, and our parents knew each other for like twenty, thirty years now. So, kind of crazy. That's super cool. Dang, I guess all three of you have known um, the people you're dating for a long time then, Jackie included. That's crazy. Yeah. Jackie, you guys you share started... how you... Oh, sorry, go ahead. My bad. Uh, no, I was no, just going to ask if you guys all started dating people around the same time as each other. Or did you guys meet in college? Or I forget. Uh, me and Harsha met at, in high school. Um, yeah, we met way before that, brother. <laughs> We met in high school. <laughs> anyway, we didn't meet. We didn't meet Jackie until college. But um, oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. But me and Harsha both started dating in college. He started. He started dating like a year before me, I think. So cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. But Miss Long Term over here, Jackie. Wow. <laughs> no, that's gross. Um, no, we didn't. We didn't like really start. I don't know. I tell people like, yeah, we've been together for seven years and a half, but we didn't actually like get to know each other until like this past year because there was no distance. 
we weren't breaking up. Um, high school was just a kind of a blurb. Like it wasn't really that serious. Um, well, it was serious, but like, I don't know. It was just kind of like high school. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And we, yeah. So I guess that's how we met high school, sophomore year, PE class. Who made the first move? Uh, Remy he took off his shirt and showed Jackie his guns in <laughs> PE class. He had none. Oh. <laughs> he just benched in front of her. He's <laughs> like, yeah, check me out. It was kind of like a thing where like um our friend introduced us and it just like I, I knew him from PE and I was like, Oh I, yeah, I know that kid from PE, whatever. And I didn't really like him. And uh, it was just kind of pushed on me. And then he grew on me. And I was like, okay, he's not that bad. Um, and here we are. Nice. I want to ask you guys if you're fans of Power the Creator by any chance. I'm not a big fan. I mean, like, I like his music. I don't know much about his music. The first song I heard about him was Death Camp. I don't know if you know that song. Oh, yeah. But that song's fucking bananas, which is crazy. And then after yeah, that, that song, like, that, that song was, that song was like, really, like, I liked it a lot, but I was like, I feel like I can't like listen too much of this, but I, so I didn't check him out like that much after that. But then I think with the Flower Boy, like that album dropped, yeah. and then I wasn't telling him that, that was like a big change of pace from Death Camp. It was, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was the most I guess, popular music. So I don't like it. I think Christian out of the four of us is like a big fan of the Creator. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Helen, who was on our previous episode, I think is also a fan of Tyler, the creator. Oh, dope. Yeah, uh, he's coming out with an album tonight, and I don't know, a lot of people, he's supposed to have a ton of features on it, so I was just going to ask you guys if you knew about that. No, no idea. What's the album called? Uh, Call Me If You Get Lost. Ooh. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what kind of of features? or? Sorry, what? You said, give me your number. That's <laughs> 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 so crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Harsha, he has a girlfriend, okay? Yeah, so yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm darn, darn it. Are you saying something useful? No, I'm just no, asking, just do asking, you know the features comment like, on the album? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe it's like, like well, it's like Brent Fives, Pharrell Williams. I don't know. It's, it's going to be crazy. crazy. I, I can tell, tell it's going to be, be a hit, hit, you know? Yeah. I'll check it, I'll out. Check it out. Yeah, for, yeah, sure. for sure. Would you say you're one of your top artists? Yeah, probably. Also, I really, really Kanye, Frank Gracious, Kendrick. You know, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you fuck with like the Kanye music? Do you really than like I would say, okay, yeah, I love the life of Pablo. I love the album run he had in 2018. He like produced seven albums, I think, something like that. It was something crazy like that. With the year that was with the. Kid Seagulls and, and was it? Was yeah. it a single album? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I didn't I like it at first, but then I listened to it again. I actually kind of liked it. There's some good songs on it. There's like one song I really like. I can't remember the name though. Ghost Town. Yeah, yeah. I like Ghost Town a lot. Yeah, it's a banger. Hundred percent. 
Yeah, that yeah, was, that a, was weird a weird time, time in, in the Kanye timeline, time too. too. He, he was, like, having like a bunch of bipolar episodes. episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole team did that. Yeah, that yeah, was crazy. crazy. What do you what guys, do you guys listen, listen to? to? I listen to so much different music. Haran <laughs> um, Spotify. What? Haran is Spotify. I, I am. I'm walking <laughs> Spotify now. <laughs> I wouldn't say I know, like, I, I think I listened to a lot more music back in the day, not as much anymore. Um, but I think, like, my main genres are, like, EDM, rap, R&B, and then indie, I'd say, like, my main. EDM? Really? I didn't know that. Cool. What? I didn't know you liked EDM. Oh, I love EDM. I think I'm, like, the only one I know that likes EDM. Yeah, you want to shut up about it. <laughs> like, I, I bring up, like, oh, like, I listen to EDM, and then people are, like, people just, like, disregard it because, like, no one really knows EDM like that, I guess. Um, it's always it's always like a dream of mine to go like to a festival. Um, Let's go. You want to go, Jackie? Yeah. Want to go to Ultra Miami when it's not when I guess when it's COVID free. <laughs> yeah, when it's COVID free. Right now, Miami's a hot spot. But yeah, Ultra Miami is like one of my dreams. Yeah, let's do it. Bet. Bet and Rolling Loud would be really cool. Rolling Loud, yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy. I just like want to go to a music festival. Not even to BDM. Like Lollapalooza is pretty cool. Glastonbury yeah. is like really fun to watch. I like. I just like like watching live concerts a lot. Um, I don't know. It just makes. I don't know. It's just, I respect an artist more when they can perform live and like make an audience hype. So, aren't sure. you like in town for Lollapalooza? Like one time? Yeah, I was in Chicago when Lollapalooza happened. I think two years ago. Um, but like. My friend goes about to get tickets to, like through his company, um, but we only had like two days at the at Chicago, and like we kind of like wanted to like do other stuff than just like spend the time at a festival. Looking back, maybe I should have gone. But the funny thing is, we were at one of our friends' like uh, apartments that was like really high up, and she, she lived right next to like the park where I think Lollapalooza was happening. So like we could like hear the music going on. <laughs> so it was like, I guess we got some of the experience. But yeah, who was there then? Do you remember? Um. Pretty sure the Lord was there. I think Ariana Grande might have been there. Someone else as well. Yeah. I think Lil Wayne was there too, actually. Yeah. You should have gone. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, I should have gone. Opportunity missed. Yeah, festivals are cool as hell. Yeah. Like, it's just a whole experience. Like, a concert kind of feels short-lived, but I bet at a festival, it definitely feels like a full experience, you know? Yeah. Like every time I go to a concert, I'm just like, damn, I wish it was a bit longer. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Like recently I went to um a Zed concert in mm. DC. And um that was my first like EDM dance music pop concert, I guess you could say. And uh it was weird. Like I don't know, like it was great, don't get me wrong, but the first two DJs just like played the same music over and over again it sounded like i mean the second one was a bit better he, he would play some songs i would know but it was weird because zed didn't come on until like 1 a.m yeah, yeah so yeah. we were just waiting like three four hours for this guy they love doing, they love on, drawing it out <laughs> yeah i don't so know why annoying. i don't get that at all like how does he need a rest and take a nap or something <laughs> before? Yeah, right. like, like maybe he literally just pulls up like right at that time Sometimes that is yeah. case. like the artists are just like fucking around, like like maybe at a club or something, and then they just like pull up true late to the venue. I never thought of it like that. I always thought it was just like them trying to piss everyone off or something, you know? Like, yeah, they, they, I mean, like they want to build up the height. Like you want, like they want all the audience like dying, like ready, like to see them, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't understand that at all. 
Or like most, like I guess like the closest experience that me and Harsha had to that was our Travis Scott concert we went to. Um, but that wasn't like, I don't think that was like Travis trying to like piss off his fans. Cause like, it was just like, he was trying to get his like, uh, there's like, he's like a roller coaster set up at like his, um, like in the, in like on, at the arena, but like it wasn't working. So like it delayed everything like for two hours. So like everyone was just waiting, and, but they wouldn't let anyone inside. So we were standing outside and it was like, was it like early November or shit? Was it? Oh, damn. Yeah. So like it wasn't like freezing, but it was still like pretty chilly at that point. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Like, yeah, Travis. Like we like waited for like two hours until like we got inside, and like even after that, it took so it took like, some time until he came on. But it was still and because really of that he like sk- we had they had to skip all the intro performances. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was, and there was actually good concert. people. Yeah, it was such a good concert, yeah. but it just like I feel like it was an opportunity missed. Like with some, mm-hmm. like the two people that should have performed before him. But who were the openers? It's Trippy Red and uh, Don Tolliver and Don Gunna. Tolliver. Yeah. Oh damn. Those are really sick. good openers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm I would give my left leg to see a Travis Scott concert, honestly. Like it was amazing. I heard they're just great. Like, yeah, it was good. Super hype. And then since yeah. the since he had to he had to make everyone wait outside, he actually gave like two us two free tickets to go when he came back to like Charlotte. Um so Christian and one of our friends, Emily, went. So wow. Christian got to see him twice, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. That's awesome, yeah. Damn. Jackie, how about you? What's your what's your favorite type of music or artist? Um, I can't like pin one. I mean, I like alternative and um, I like a lot of Spanish music too. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, a lot of alternative, a lot of like um, indie music. I like. Um, I haven't been to that many concerts though, really. Um, Trying to think the last one. I've been to Bad Sons. That one was like fun. That's when I like used to like them. And then. <laughs> you want to talk about the meeting? It was so bad. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it wasn't that bad. It just like I felt like shitty after. No, like, I mean, the first time I met them, they were like a lot smaller. Like they were opening for. Um, oh, what's that band called? I, I don't remember the name. Of, uh, it'll come. It'll come. But, um. They're opening for this other band and we got to meet them after their, um, their set. And, uh, they were really nice, really cool, really appreciative, like really interested in like getting to know like all of the, the fans that came to go see them. Um, and then I knew that they were coming to tech for that spring fest. Like, what is it called? Uh, fuck, I don't, what was it called? <laughs> I don't know. We have like this festival thing, not festival, but like this thing, like in the springtime, like during exam time. And, um, they were coming and I spotted them like right outside the stage, like really early in the day. And I ran up to them and like asked to get a picture and it was just like really uncomfortable. They didn't really seem to want to take a picture with me. And like, there was no one around either. Like, I don't even think anyone recognized them at the time. It was just really uncomfortable and I was just like, okay, it's really left a bad taste in my mouth. So I kind of slowly stopped listening to them. But yeah, they're one of the bands I used to like. I really like Lord, hmm. um, Bad Bunny, obviously. Um, I don't know. There's just so many people I, like Lana Del Rey. She's dope. Um, and I like some rap. Like I do like Kanye's old music. Yeah. But yeah. And then, I don't know, Connor, are you going to that concert with NIE in August uh, for the Backseat Lovers? I, I'm very tempted because it's like, 
It's super cheap for VIP tickets. And I feel like it would just be such a good experience for my first like rock concert to get VIP tickets and get to meet the band and all that. I don't know. What's the, I have to go. Where's the venue? Um, good question. I actually don't remember. Oh, a capital one? No. No, it's like, it's a small venue. I feel like it's probably, DC, probably outdoor, right? Oh, no, it's not outdoor. I feel like we usually it's rock. indoors. Oh, shit. Most rock concerts are usually outdoor. I might have the venue somewhere. Um, yeah, fuck around and go, bro. You gotta go. Yeah, I might have to go, honestly. Like, I also. Yeah, fuck yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you I pushing this so hard, Ocean? <laughs> Oh, it's Union Stage. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've never been there, but I love smaller venues. They're yeah, just so much yeah, better. I, I agree with that. Yeah. It just feels so much personal, you know, like instead of being a hundred yards from the artist, you're right next to them. Now I feel that because like my first two concerts were um, Coldplay and then U2 and they were great concerts and I was like really happy to see those two wow. bands live. Um but like it just it was kind of it kind of stuck not, like I saw people like standing in like the mosh pit and I was like I wish I was there you know like yeah I'm glad I'm, I'm like I'm glad I'm here but I wish I was there closer but then um recently I went like I think this past fall or I guess last year fall I went to um this concert it's like it's an indie band from Australia that was doing their first tour in the US um and me and my sister went and it was like a pretty small venue like 100 100 people probably there or something like that but like just being so close to the band like just made it a lot more enjoyable and i feel like i'd rather do a lot more small venue concerts like the bands that like i the bands that i know but aren't big and big yet i feel like those are cool to go to like give them some yeah for sure coldplay and u2 those are two really good bands to see for your first two concerts that's crazy it's pretty lucky with that yeah yeah, I feel like because uh, Haran and I watched went to FedEx to watch uh, Jay Z and Beyonce, and like we it was it was a good concert, but we were yeah. so far away, like so yeah. you couldn't get the feeling. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I've always avoided going to the big arenas, like even if it was like someone I really want to see, like Drake or something like that. You know, um, I just have like a list of names of people I want to see, and he's one of them, but. Um, I went to Jiffy Lube to see Kendrick Lamar and the whole Top Dog crew. And that was also probably like the best and worst experience I've had because it was Kendrick, but I was in the field like a hundred yards away. He was like a little figure <laughs> on the stage, you know? Yeah, sad. Yeah, my first concert was also at Jiffy Lube. I saw J. Cole and Big Sean. Uh, like, yeah, that was awesome. And yeah, we, we sat closer. We actually sat in the seats, so it, was, it wasn't so far away. Yeah, that's probably way better, honestly. But then getting out was annoying because uh, <laughs> at the end, it's just like one en- exit and entrance to. And then this, like, I was trying to go, and then this guy, like, this group of people, like, rolled down their window. They're like, hey, my wife's getting pregnant in the hospital. Can I go? But obviously, that's fake. Like, uh, Why the fuck are you going to call your wife's wife getting pregnant? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? First of all. So <laughs> <you> then, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like imagine your wife texts you like oh my water leaked it's like oh wait hold up dick about to get on the stage <laughs> <I'll see you laughs> <two hours. laughs> wait how are you pregnant already he's only on wet dreams <laughs> uh, but yeah as he was like talking to me i was listening to him and then but he was still driving forward and just cut me and ended up cutting me was, yeah. Yeah, that's funny yeah and like we didn't eat really we didn't, we didn't get dinner and then so we were trying to get out and then 
one of my friends was in the car in front of me and for some reason he had a loaf of bread in his car. So he'd get out of the car, <laughs> give me a slice of bread and then go back to his car. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time. <laughs> nice. Yeah, just jumping up and down and getting a cramp while eating bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, speaking of Spotify, you know what else you can find on Spotify? This podcast. And, no. you know, to get a podcast on Spotify, you got to take some breaks, you know, get that money so you can pay for these concerts. Yes, sir. So we're going to take an ad break and see you on the other side. Sorry for the long ad break, man. We looked out the window. We saw some crazy things in the sky. Connor, what did you see? <laughs> Dude, I saw a UFO. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Holy yeah, cock. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i just saw some aliens sky falling you know they're just parachuting living their life <laughs> but actually though you have some news to tell us about ufos yeah so breaking news there are some ufo sightings recently and apparently the government has been hiding this for surprisingly and not surprisingly like 25 30 years since like the 80s or something like that i mean that's longer than 25 30 years but yeah damn yeah it's insane and they just recently confirmed like hundreds of photos of UFOs being um true like they're actually objects that they cannot identify they have no idea what they are and they're like amazed by it like there's this video of this um thing flying over the ocean that these two uh aircraft flyers saw and it it went like i think it was like 100 miles in five seconds or something it was crazy holy shit oh my god and then they were like what the hell we have no idea what that is nothing on earth is capable of that yeah so is that just the u.s government talking about this or are other governments talking about it too i believe it's just the u.s government right now i think it's just like the pentagon has confirmed some stuff mm-hmm. and the fbi something like that but yeah so if you have to do like percentage like how likely do you think it is that these ufos are just from other countries and we just don't know about this new technology that they're hiding or that they're <laughs> actually from somewhere that's not the earth dude i believe in ufos 100 percent. like i i think it's legit because dude, 100 miles in five seconds bro yeah that's crazy that's insane <laughs> Yeah. Elon Musk can learn a thing or two from that, bro. Hyperloop. For sure. That's better than Hyperloop. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. No, I believe it because there's been other news recently that a bunch of um, livable planets are not too far away from us that could have been observing us for years or something like that. Uh, I I don't know. It's something I saw an article on recently, but I think that just kind of proves the point even more. Damn. Do you guys believe in that stuff or no? Yeah, I saw ET. I believe in it. <laughs> yeah, that's good proof. I think <laughs> I need to read. I think I need to read more into it. But yeah, I mean that just sounds crazy to believe. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. aliens are trying to like look at us and observe us, what do you? They probably don't even want to fuck with us. We're so useless compared to <laughs> aliens. Probably. <laughs> I mean, if they made something that goes that fast, yeah, they're probably like, yeah. hey, "These people are stupid." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these people are behind. <laughs> Man, I wish Turner was here for this podcast because you know, if you listen to one of our older episodes, he really wants to fuck an alien. 
<laughs> oh, for real? Is that like a little fetish? <laughs> yeah, these are facts. <laughs> Does E.T. get him a little horny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Dude, I mean, I would, the only reason I said I would be down in that episode... Um, was because like like scientific scientific purposes like you know like having an oh, alien ki- like having an alien kid like there's just so much <laughs> endless possibility yeah. there. He's better than LeBron <laughs> at basketball. You can go 100 miles in five seconds. <laughs> You're not a believer, Jackie. Come on. Do you believe in aliens, though, Jackie? I mean, yeah, I believe that there is other living things out there that's not just us. It might not be what it actually looks like in movies, what movies portray to be, like, you know, these green creatures, but I feel like there's other um, life out there that's not, that's not us that are, you know, obviously if there's like evidence of spacecrafts that are like, you know, 500 miles per what second, like, I don't, that's just ridiculous to me, so. Yeah. If, if you guys had the chance to like, go on a, like a field trip to a different planet but you can't come back would you go <laughs> probably not it sounds like <laughs> a little risky it depends like uh, i have like nothing to live for here you know like if it like what if i wasn't the, leave, yeah. like if mm-hmm. like, so, I, mean, I don't have nothing to live for that's kind of depressing but more along the lines like if i didn't have a family to like care for if i left or like a significant yeah. other you know if it was just like what me if, leading my own yeah. life then maybe yeah fuck it like oh we'll, we'll give you like a billion dollars to your family if you go Damn. Then my family's gonna put me in the car immediately, bro. I'm out. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'd be sent away <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, they've been doing a bunch of stuff where, like, I think someone paid a certain someone paid like five million dollars to go with Jeff Bezos to space or something like that recently. It was like an auction. And what he won the auction, I guess. Yeah. Where is that money going? I'm really hoping Jeff Bezos is not getting that more money, bro. I'll be so pissed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's probably a charity, honestly, if it's an auction. Uh, I have no idea. But yeah, I can. I would never pay that much to risk my life with a bald-headed man, you know? Bald-headed man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing against bald people. But yeah. I mean, some hey, not, yet, Horsha. <laughs> not yet, Not yet, Not yet, just people that rhyme with Beth Wezos, you know, <laughs> that's it. And I think didn't they have a bunch of people volunteer to go with Elon Musk to Mars, something like that. I'm a hip, but oh. I would never go. I would never go close to that man. Honestly, he's too wild. Yeah, no. He's too crazy. He kind of seems cool though. At the same time. I feel like he's cool from a distance. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah I, would, I feel like I wouldn't want to be in his inner circle. I wouldn't want to be in his inner circle, I feel like. Yeah, no. He definitely rips some ideas off of people, I feel like. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Why not? Most likely. He's definitely an alien. Has to For be. For sure. <laughs> he's an alien. And Zuckerberg. <laughs> Dude, Zuckerberg's also kind of a dick. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, this social network. Dude, one of my one of my favorite movies, honestly. I like that movie a lot. For sure. Dude, so well directed. The dialogue is insane. The dialogue is insane, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know, just the sharpest dialogue I've ever heard. Yeah. Because of that, I started watching West Wing because I know Aaron Sorkin did the uh, writing for both the movie and then West Wing, the show um, from like the 2000s. And 
well, I think it's pretty good. Like it, like it keeps up like that same kind of pace in the dialogue that was in Social Network. So yeah, interesting. Okay, I know that writer has done a bunch of really good work. Like he's like an accomplished writing teacher too, or something like that. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that part. Yeah, damn. Yeah. So you know, this guy wrote West Wing. You know, the west part of our country is California. <laughs> One of us on this podcast went to California. Jackie, how was your trip? It was um, good, good segueing. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Um, definitely didn't get any sleep while I was there. Um, so luckily I finally back on my sleep schedule, but it was nice to see my family. They're, um, my cousins over there, like all the only cousins that I have that are around my age and that I get along with. And granted, they're not my first cousins, but they're my second cousins. Um, and we still get along like all really well. We hung out together. And so it's just nice to see them, um, see that side of the family and hang out with them and just get my mind off of work and things. I did work like two days out of the whole time I was there. And um, a lot of fun things. We went to the beach for one of the days, like near um, Santa Cruz. It's this beach called Panther Beach. But it was really cold. So not what I expected because we're there from Pleasanton, which is like an hour away. Um, it was really warm, like 106 degrees. And we're like, oh, let's go to the beach. 106? Damn. Oh, Jeez. my God. <laughs> it would melt. And then we get to the beach and it was like 70 degrees, but windy. An hour away, it drops thirty degrees. Yeah, I mean, because it's like the, it's like it's like the I, mean, yeah. I guess so. Like that's so crazy, damn. Felt like I was in a different state for sure. Um, I had no sweater, like I was wearing shorts, like a, a, um, a tank top, and it was just not it. So I just took a nap on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a tattoo with like two of my cousins, um, Stephanie and my. Cousins' names actually the same as my sister's, Anae. And um, I got a sun. My cousin Stephanie got a moon. And my cousin Anae got a star kind of representing family and spiritual balance. So it was kind of spontaneous. I didn't think I was going to get that tattoo or that, that will be my first tattoo. But kind of happy I started out small instead of my big tattoo that I originally wanted because I don't think I would have survived that one. <laughs> What did you what did you originally want? Um, I don't know if I remember showing you, but I had like this I designed like this arrow kind of yeah, Aztec arrow looking thing. Oh wait, no, you have shown me, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh. I wanted it on my ribs and I was like, I think I'll small first, because I think I need to build up to it. So yeah, overall good trip. Um always good to see family and yeah. Can't wait to go back again and next time bring Remy because my family still haven't like met him in person yet and they all want to meet him. So, of course they would. He's a great guy. Remy's a goat. Want want to introduce him to all my family before he proposes, which we don't know when that is. Whoa! He's broke. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. We're taking our time. Maybe not to another 10 years or so. How bad was the pain of the tattoo? Like, I've always heard different things about it, but what was your perspective on it? Um, I think at the beginning, it was not like, okay, so I guess I was really serious. I've heard like a lot of things like that it's really painful. And so I, I had like 
really high um, expectations for it to be like painful. Um, so I was like, okay, this is fine. And as he started going, um, I was like, okay, this kind of hurts. And there were areas where it hurt more than others. Cause like, it was just so weird. Cause since it was such like my kind of like pelvic area, he had to like, and that skin is like stretchy. He had to like stretch out my skin and then do it. Um, and at times I was like, damn, this is painful. Like the cervical part was painful cause it was like longer strokes. Um, then like the little like rays of sun and like the little dots that are around it. Um, but I think like as towards the end of it, I was getting used to the pain and I was like, okay, this isn't as bad. Like, especially looking at it helped a lot. So I was like, okay, it's not that bad. It's not, you know, it's fine. Like it's, and it was really quick. It took like a total of maybe six minutes top, I think. Oh, it's wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was quick and I was like, okay, I've, my like cartilage piercing was definitely a lot more painful. So, and the after process, it's fine. Like I just have to, you know, clean it and um, put aquaphor or like Vaseline on it just to like, so it doesn't dry up. Um, but yeah, my parents don't know about it. Oh, really? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> so I'm gonna wait to tell them. Um, maybe make my first TikTok as a reaction. Who knows? <laughs> I think that'll be good content. Yeah. No, my TikTok yeah. will be cool with it. And like my dad, he's just gonna, I mean, I think he's just gonna have to deal with it. And there's nothing he can do. It's not like he's gonna pay for my tattoo removal um, procedure. So, had you guys discussed it before, like as a family, about tattoos and stuff? Or? I've just, um, we've all like talked about it because I think my, my older sister at one point wanted one. And my dad's like really against it. Like he said, if we ever got a tattoo while we were at school, that he'd stop like supporting us financially. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just gonna get it after I graduate. <laughs> and then, like, well, after graduation came, like he was like, "Well, you guys still aren't allowed to get um, until you guys start making your own money." Well, while you guys need your tattoo, and I was like, "Well, I'm already making my own money." And he's just like, no, well, you guys aren't old enough. And I'm like, well, I'm just constantly moving back like the criteria. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jackie, you can always uh, crash in my basement once you get kicked out of your house when you tell your dad. <laughs> Sounds good. But it's just like not even that. It's just like he disagrees with them. He's just like they don't they're not really for me. So that means like my children can't have them kind of thing. And he still believes that myth that like if you get a tattoo, you can't ever donate like blood. And he's like, what if your children one day, like, you know, need blood and you're the only match and like, what are they going to do? You got them die. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> of time that like, you can't donate blood and then you can. Um, but he's like, even when you're 32, I won't let you get a tattoo. And I'm like, well, there's not really much you can do that can stop you and <laughs> stop me from getting one. So. Maybe you should just keep it a secret, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Until you, until you move out. Yeah, until you move out. Maybe. What are you gonna do? Kill me? <laughs> I don't know, man. You just kind of laid out the whole case for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty against it. Well, I'm moving out soon, so it'll be fine. It's okay. I don't think he's gonna be as mad as I like. You know. Yeah, maybe he'll like it. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll see it on you. Be like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, maybe. Pray for the best. 
Yeah, but I mean, definitely recommend getting tattooed. It was not as bad as I think it thought it was, but get a small one and kind of build up to a bigger one for sure, just so that you were aware of the pain and then could mentally prepare yourself for the next one. How did your cousin feel about the process? He said the two other people also got it as well. Yeah, they've already had tattoos before. Oh, okay. And that day, they actually ended up getting two tattoos. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, you guys are crazy. (laughs) They got one on their, um, right above, like, their right knee. Um, It's, like, the the name of Bad Bunny's album, like, the one that with, like, the letters. So, it, like, stands for something. It pretty much says, I do whatever the fuck I want. Um, That's hard. Fire. Yeah. Pretty cool. They said that one was pretty painful, like right above the knee. Um, mm. And they've had many tattoos, like a lot. Like I think one of my cousins had one in a painful area, like right below, like right here, like near the side. And she said that that by far has been like the most painful one that she's had. And they got the other, the other one that they got, so one that's with mine, um, the star and the moon. They got it on their middle finger. Um, and they said that one was fine. Um, yeah, I would have gone in mine on my middle finger, but also I'm trying to hide my tattoos. <laughs> Fair. There's that. Um, but yeah, they they seemed fine with it. And like I said, they've done it before and they're probably going to get more, just like me at some point. But yeah. Nice. Connor, you ever get a tattoo? Or do you have Dude, one? Dude, I, I want to get one so bad. Because like, <laughs> I have this one friend that has like four or five at this point, And... Um, they all seem for like family or just like lifelong motivation, I guess, stuff like that, um, which is probably what I'm going to end up doing. I just want to stick to symbolizing family. I don't know, because you can never regret getting something about your family, you know, yeah. like I wouldn't get like a Kendrick Lamar tattoo or something <laughs> like that, like, you know, something crazy like that. I know people get like faces on them. That's terrible. <laughs> I think it's always a risk now, especially like these days when like cancel culture is so alive and like people getting exposed like every day. And so like you never know, like people that you idolize one day in like a couple of years, like may turn out to be really shitty people behind the scenes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I yeah, I, I'll I'll probably just get something that symbolizes like where my family's from or something like that. You know, like my um half of my family's from Maine and half of it is from like, I guess, kind of florida and england so oh like yeah i might just do some simple for one of those places how about you guys nah i'm good man i'm such a bitch <laughs> yeah i don't think it's for me i don't think it's for me at all i feel you yeah. i um, think i would just like bite down on something <laughs> i don't know yeah i think i'd definitely scream i don't have like, that, that high of a pain tolerance it's funny because um Recently, I, I was at uh, Charlottesville, and two of my friends there got um, their ears pierced for the first time. And uh, the first guy went in. I wasn't there for the one the first guy went in, but like actually came out. Me and my my other friend went in, and like he got his ears pierced. I just like watched, and like my my second friend was like super like chill about it. But when he walked in, the lady was like, "Oh, do you guys know the first the first brown guy that walked in?" You're like, "Oh yeah, like yeah, he's one of our friends." And he's like, "Yeah, this guy wouldn't stop screaming." <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> like that would definitely be me if I was getting does, my ears pierced. I feel does like ears pierced hurt hurt that bad. I don't know. I don't think it hurts that bad, but I feel yeah. like it's like the least painful part to get like a piercing. It's just skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you guys have high pain tolerance. Like Harsha, 
your shoulder thing like come on you can't tell me that like that wasn't painful yeah probably that looked pretty painful yeah that's probably more painful than a tattoo to be honest yeah, yeah, but I'm not like trying to choose to get my shoulder dislocated, so I don't want to like, choose to get... <laughs> That's a fair argument. That's a very fair argument. So do you like the idea of a tattoo? Yeah, I do. I just won't get one. I also don't even know what I'd get if I go on. It's hard to choose for sure. And I don't know, being an indecisive person myself, I just, I don't know, if I can't decide, like, which shoes I want to wear today, like, how am I going to decide <laughs> what's going to be permanently on my body? Well, that's why you do it in an area that, you can, like, not everyone can see it in case, like, you end up not liking it. True. You can't see it. So. That's a good point. Wait, so the least pain- painful part of your body to get a tattoo is your chest, right? Is it? I don't, I don't know. I know. The- I have no I idea. I feel like there's just a lot of surface area there. So it's not- Okay, big man, broad chest. But I feel like yeah. it would- oh maybe maybe lower than like i thought it was just, like arm no oh arm oh it could be arm you know some people have huge arms like ron <laughs> shut up are you even working out ron <laughs> i mean i did i did at the beginning of quarantine and then it's been a little less now because i started balling instead but i enjoyed it for, for, for like at the beginning but i only have 15 like pound weights for like to like do arm curls and stuff and like i'm too small for him no, no, because like, I started doing that for a while and I was like, I feel like I'm ready to do 20, 25, but then like buying weights is pretty expensive, especially like when, like, because home workouts became so expensive mm-hmm. uh, because of COVID and stuff. So I couldn't be bothered and I got, I kind of lost motivation, but I might start doing it again. Just mix it in a little bit. Your own weight for the cement. What? Your own weights. Make my own weights? Is that easy? Yeah, mechanical engineer. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, okay, Jackie, come over. I'll just bench press Jackie. Um <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably too light for you. I don't think so, man. I'm pretty weak. <laughs> I've got much muscle. You probably wouldn't be able to bench me because I'm not proportional. Like my legs are like Oh yeah, I was just joking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'll actually be <laughs> 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 <feel> pretty stupid. <laughs> Only tried once and it didn't work out because obviously, like my head's gonna be heavier than my feet. Why didn't he uh, bench press you, like vertically? <laughs> <laughs> but then it would, you can't like put your arms. You just go like this. <laughs> <laughs> like you're raising the roof from, like at a club. Yeah. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I don't know. I guess we didn't think about that. We're not really the hardest tools. <laughs> But speaking of you and Remy, I know that you two were in an indoor soccer league recently. We heard about this from Remy, um, about the crazy people you faced, but I just wanted to hear your take on like the the crazy people that you also faced in this league and what you had to endure. I heard that podcast and I was like, he's telling it all wrong. <laughs> That's mainly why I wanted to ask you. Set it straight. Like a, different, a different take here. So the floor is yours. For example, that one story about the guy like threatening him, like, Remy didn't even, like, hear any of that happening. Like, I had a plan after the game. He's like, what? Remy was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, being, like, really aggressive and, like, mean to Remy throughout the whole game. I think because like, Remy was pretty decent and, like, you don't expect, like, you know, 
sterling like sports plex to be like anything that great and um so this guy i guess was impressed but also like annoyed with the fact that remy was good and in the middle of it he was just got he got really mad at remy and he went up to the ref and he was like hey ref are you gonna like I'm going to put him in the hospital. I'm going to put him in the hospital, ref. You better do something. And, like, the ref didn't do anything or say anything. And I was just like, what is this guy doing, like, threatening? Like, I thought he was at least going to yell over, like, threatening to put someone in the hospital. Was <laughs> the ref like, yeah, you got it, bro. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we encountered, like, that so many times, too. Like, keep in mind, we're, like, a co-ed team, too, obviously. Um, and, like, girls, like, on other teams would get mad if, like, whenever guys would tackle them, like, especially, like, Remy didn't care. Like, he's, like, if you're, like, on a co-ed team, like, I'm going to treat you the same, like, guys, you know? Yeah. He's aggressive and he, like, you know, kicks them to the floor or anything like that. He just plays the same way that he would play with, like, a guy that is fair and, you know, you know, he wouldn't get called out for. But, uh, like, the refs are really, like, you know, biased in that aspect and would call Remy for, like, really good tackles and stuff like that. And the girls would get upset too, but I'm like, well, you know. You know what you're signing up for if you're playing in a, in a COVID, yeah. I have to expect that you can't expect like, special treatment just because you're a girl. I mean, like, I didn't, like, I mean, I got slapped once and not because of that, like, <laughs> anything happened to me, right? Like, the guy fucking, like, smacked me in the face, but it's fine. I'm like, no one said anything. Ref didn't say anything. Ref saw, people saw, but it was really intense. Like, it's definitely, definitely, like, I don't want to join another team like that, especially not the Dallas sports flexes. It got dangerous. Like our last game was, there were people waiting for us outside. Um, it's crazy. People from like that work there uh, had to escort us outside and like make sure like everything was fine. Um, but I was scared because Remy was just like acting like whatever. And I'm just, you can't like, can we just like wait for a minute because people were waiting like for Remy too and like this girl was waiting for me because she wanted to like fight me for some reason I don't know why <laughs> I started talking to her in Spanish because she was just being annoying she was like you know she wasn't even involved in the situation and like she was inserting herself and I'm just like can you please like walk away and she came back and started charging towards me and like luckily like at this point I was we were like in this um kind of enclosed area with like a net so she couldn't like get past the net or anything like that um but yeah it got, it got really intense a bunch of times um and Remy didn't even see when I got slapped he didn't do anything about it and I was like great <laughs> <laughs> you definitely left that part out <laughs> some other guy on the team like defended me for it like I think that's what caused a lot of the things because like this one guy was he got mad that you know nothing happened I didn't even know if he saw me get slapped he's just like yeah that's why like I like started I pushed that guy and I trash talked him because I saw him smack you and blah blah and I'm like wow I didn't even that was nice not even remember did that maybe I should date you instead I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds traumatic that is so fucked yeah. up <laughs> that <laughs> indoor soccer and sports flex got that heated for no goddamn reason i didn't 
think it would get that heated either and it just happened and it's just like a lot of people that are like really aggressive and take it like so seriously because it's probably like the most competitive they will ever get <laughs> <laughs> i mean facts probably yeah and so it's just like it's not for me and like i told remy i was just like please like i know you like playing soccer but don't like come back here you're gonna get yourself hurt because he ended up like re-hurting his wrist that he had fractured like um a couple of years ago and it was just like it's not worth it at the end of the day like you know risking your life um not your life well i guess some guy i mean someone saying put you in the hospital yeah (laughs) risking your life no it's not worth it at the end i mean it's just best to play with people that you know uh, around our area like at a park or something if you really like miss soccer that much or join a different league that's not at another sports because that was ridiculous but never again. It's definitely interesting, and I have talk about it all night because there's just ugh, crazy. I can't believe that even happened. It doesn't even feel real. But I mean, at least we won. Yeah, yeah, the champs. You have to go back and defend your title. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly a good thing you didn't fight them though, because with people like that, it's just a waste of time to fight them, anyways. You know? Yeah, like, they're below you. You just they just you're just giving them attention that they want, really. If yeah. you do it. Yeah. The thing that initiated the fight initially was the fact that like one of our guys accidentally like bumped into like this one girl and made her fall and she made like this big like scene about it. And that's what started it. I'm just like, girl, like she just bumped into you. It's not like you got like smacked like me and then like decided i don't know she like then attacked the guy that pushed at her and like she smacked him and i was like this is out of control and then her brothers like came in and it was just a mess it was it was just not they were also salty because they were losing but no never again damn I think Romy liked it though. I think <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, Romy described it. He said he liked yeah, he it when he was talking about it. Yeah, I know. I remember hearing like talk about it. And I was like, "Why are you so excited?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He loves the drama, I guess. Um, he loves the, you know. I need to play with Romy one time. I want to see him on the field. I want to see if he's, he's as nasty as he describes. He's really good. Like I remember high school, like watching him play. It was. It was kind of scary because I was like, oh, shit. like, I don't know who this guy is. Like, he would get so mad and he was so passionate on the field. It would kind of scare me when he got off the field because I was like, I don't know what to say to him. Like, he's obviously really mad. And then when he played in in Montreal, he was like, I saw him a couple of times. And he was really good, too. Um, but, you know, time has come to an end. He's old. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just like I I obviously I'm not gonna tell him what to do, right? But like it just worries me because there's been so many times where he's been hurt and it's that wrist thing like is definitely permanent now and like he can't do like a lot of things. There was like a long time where he couldn't do anything with his wrist and then his fingers and then like his shoulder and it's just a lot of things that I'm like, please just Give it a rest, yeah. Give it a rest at least. Um, play some tennis for now and, and basketball, and then get back into soccer once like you have like fully recovered from all your injuries from soccer. But 
That's fair. I get why he likes it though, because intense sports are the best. Like when the other team and your team have like beef, it just gets on a whole another level. Mm-hmm. Like everyone plays better. I don't know. It's just interesting. When, like when you know you're getting in your opponents under your opponent's skin. Some people like that, like make gets them going. Like that's like what motivates them. You know, for so, sure. Yeah, yeah. Ron. <laughs> the biggest instigator. Oh, you're an instigator. I'm not. Yeah, I'm on not, the court. Yeah, not, I'm not instigator on the court. Relax. Yeah, somebody <laughs> pushed him because Haran was being so physical one time. He's like, "Get the fuck off me!" And Haran's like, "No, this is how I play." Because I'm such a big instigator. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not me. But he actually got pushed by somebody for that reason. I did. Remember that, Haran? Freshman Wait, year, we were playing uh, basketball with the SIA people, and uh, oh yeah, that guy's fucking trash. So I don't give a shit. But you know. Yeah, fuck that guy. You know who you are. You fucking listen to this shit. Yeah, you do. Yeah. See my man Haran on the court. Say his name. Yeah. yeah, catch me back on the court six months from now. You know, after I get my surgery on my shoulder, be back better than ever, everybody. Yeah. So watch We're out. We're it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. This fucking sucks. Dude, I was thinking about it, but do you think it might have to do with like your form or shooting, Harsha? Like, do you think that like puts so much strain on your shoulder, or no? Uh, I think it's purely like the stupid stretches you guys made me do. Like, I was like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Dude, I feel so bad for that. <laughs> no, that's nah. okay. That's I really do to. now. Like looking back now, <laughs> we're like, I feel so terrible. So like, I don't. I get some context for people listening, but um, Harsha is quite. I don't know how to describe it. My shoulders are, my arm is weird. It like bends in the middle. So I'm like double jointed. So my arm like is not straight. It like bends right here. So yeah. So like it bends like his form. So basically like he can like do some crazy shit like behind his back, like with his hands. Um, and like it, it impressed the hell out of us. So like when we were like bored, we'd be like, yo, how should do the thing? And then like you do like this stuff like behind his back, which was definitely putting strain on his shoulder. But at the time we didn't think much of it and he didn't think much of it. But um, yeah, now his shoulders are quite fragile, unfortunately. Uh, Amrita can do the same. She can do the same stretch as me. I'm, you told her to stop, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I did. I was like, yeah, stop that. Don't, don't do that again. <laughs> but on, it could be my sh- uh, shooting form too, because it's pretty uh, unorthodox. unorthodox. Yeah. Uh, can you guys be any more perfect for each other? With <laughs> <laughs> broken shoulders? Because you got, so you can do like the pretty much like jump rope with your arms, right? Like you oh can, no 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 nothing like that. No 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 <laughs> no. Wait, that would been crazy. Yeah, I didn't. Her arm maybe can. His arms are long. <laughs> yeah, my arms are pretty long. But I don't think I can do that. <laughs> like literally, but like you. Can. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can't do that. It isn't. No. 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 Ow. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> maybe shorter. Did you guys used to watch uh, America's Got Talent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you remember that guy that could like twist his arms yeah like, i don't know exactly talking about, about that yeah. kind of thing you're talking about like that you can do it's a little less extreme but it's like okay. he, yeah he was like kind of like that yeah oh that's crazy that's cool no way you drive me to the hospital but Maybe Haran and everyone that provoked you to like do all these things with your shoulders should pay for your medical bills. I feel like that's fair. Oh, that would be really great, actually. I'll drive you to the hospital. That's my, that's my rule. <laughs> Save you that ambulance bill. <laughs> ambulance bill. When are you getting your surgery? July 29th. Save the dates, everyone. Get, yeah, send them all. Send them all. 
I don't think you tell people random people to come through, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared Dude. for you. Yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. It's like an hour and a half or two hour surgery. Um, and then I'm in a sling for six weeks. So that part will be fun because I need help doing a lot of things like showering. I guess I can pay him back there. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Car already knows it so well. <laughs> Wait, so why do you have to get surgery? Just from like, did you have complication with your dislocation or? Um, no. So it's actually been dislocating since I was sixteen. Um, but oh, it would usually wow. just like it would just go back in place on its own, and then it was fine. Um, and then later in college, I got physical therapy for it, so I thought that fixed everything but then this time it popped out and then didn't go back in um so it was out for like an hour or more so i had to go to the hospital and they had to put it back in wow Uh, if it was out for longer what kind of damage could that do or like what harm could that do oh i don't know if it would have done any harm but the harm is like if i don't get surgery for it then like later down the road i'll just develop arthritis in my shoulder and other things like that damn yeah arthritis is a bad disease for sure yeah that's killer i feel like i'm gonna get arthritis when i'm older from like cracking my knuckles so much but (laughs) apparently you don't actually get arthritis from that i don't know i i just feel like i will yeah people told me that in high school or like middle school like don't crack your knuckles to that yeah yeah my mom my mom says she's getting arthritis from just like spending so much time in the kitchen so that's why I don't want to help in the kitchen because I don't want to develop arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> I, really just don't know. I'm just I, I thought you were going to go a totally different direction. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> gotta, gotta have them at the edge of their seats, you know. But yeah, I know that, that kind of scares me. But yeah. Aww, you it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if just us constantly being at our computers and typing all day like would fuck up our hands at some point. Potentially, yeah. I feel like it's possible. I didn't know you could get arthritis from working in the kitchen a lot, though. I think just like a lot of like, work with knives, like knives and cutting and stuff like that. Like I think just over time, um, there's like a lot of stress you put on your hands. My mom's also a very fragile person, um, <laughs> but yeah. It's that, and also like the different, like the quick change in temperatures. Like you go from like heat mm-hmm. from like the stove top to like water that's cold, or like the fridge that's cold. Um, so it's like a lot of that, like. I know my aunt had to have surgery on her arms because of how much she worked her hands. So like she, both arms, um, a lot of pain. I don't know like what the specific diagnosis was, but it was related to her like uh, working her hands too much because she like works in the kitchen a lot. Um, so, Ron, you should about your mom. Honestly, my biggest problem is like it sounds kind of dumb, but like, I'm just like pretty tall, right? And so like when I'm like like doing stuff on like the on the countertop i get like back pain like after like 30 40 minutes which probably doesn't mean my back is like not strong enough so i can probably work on that but it's just like since i'm like kind of hunched over like i'm like i'm not like i'm working lower than i should be i guess it kind of like it kind of hurts me sometimes but it's not a real it's not a real excuse but we need to build a kitchen where all the countertops are there. <laughs> yeah high up yeah now haran lives with bhavana and bhavana can't do any cooking <laughs> 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 yeah my mom like from cooking all the time and standing around she developed um like calluses in her feet and then they had to like remove them and so now she has no cushion in her feet damn soles oh wow so she, it hurts for her to walk and things like that already that's really sad 
Yeah. So she has to wear shoes in the house. Poor moms, man. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know calluses had to be removed like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the doctor said. Remove that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck doctors, man. They just take money for no damn reason. <laughs> <laughs> Such assholes, am I right, Ron? But, you know, speaking of assholes, um, uh, Jack, Jackie's like... One thing you know about Jackie, she's one of the best people to deal with assholes that I know. <laughs> I think Jackie's the biggest asshole I know. No, no, no. <laughs> I was wondering where that transition was going. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jackie, like, when, it was one of our first meetings with Jackie. We got brunch together, and uh, the we went kind of late, I guess, but then they ran out of everything, and the waiter was giving us sass, and Jackie said, fuck off, I'm here with my friends, and then defended us. Was that your side of the story too, Jackie? <laughs> yeah, that's how it went, right? Maybe maybe correct that a little bit. <laughs> All I said was we're still waiting on their orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, that stayed with me. No, yeah, I remember you guys being you and Christian interrupting like I think actually all four of you being scared of me after that like brunch thing because I mean like I've worked in the service industry and I get it if you're having a bad day, but at the same time, it doesn't call for like treating like your customers like they don't exist and forgetting about them and, you know, just being completely rude. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I remember we had asked, like, we had reminded them before, like once about the orange juice and she never came and dropped it off. And like, it was like at the end of her like food that we had to remind them again. And it was just like annoying. Um, and all the sass, it was like, not needed at all because we were being really nice to to her i'd understand if we were like annoying her or being rude but i thought like we were pretty good customers um i mean i still end up tipping her 20 percent because i know it's tough out there but yeah it's just you know i feel like that was not needed and we didn't deserve that kind of treatment that's fair because you never know like what kind of what they're what their reasoning behind their treatment is, like if they're racist or, you know, they're just having a bad day or they're just really bad at customer service. <laughs> well, they're really bad at their job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now you guys know me, now you guys are scared of me, but when I need to deal with assholes, I will do it sometimes appropriately. But how was she sassy? Huh? How was she sassy to the waitress? Like, I remember we asked for, like, ketchup, and she just, like, sighed and, like, kind of rolled her eyes. And Oh, like, Tarun. <laughs> <laughs> that is Tarun. Yeah, Tarun's a big sire. You are, too, though, so don't don't talk too much. No, no, no. Giving <laughs> <laughs> someone a good sigh is the best, honestly. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good way of sassing someone. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like a very non-confrontational person. Um there's always like things in my head I'm like, oh I should definitely say this to this person, like you're such a dick. But then I'm like, oh, whatever. 
Yeah, for me, like, if I go out to dinner with them or something, like, they get my order wrong, I'm just like, yeah, it's fine, I'll just eat it anyways. And she's like, no, we have to say something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably because, like, I feel like I do the same for other people, but when it comes to me, I don't say anything because then I feel bad because I feel like I'm inconveniencing people. But then, like, yeah, that's literally my that's literally my logic. Yeah, but then I have this the need to like defend others and make mm. sure what they want. It's also because like my my mom like when we go to restaurants like she's like so insistent on like calling out the waiter waitress when they make mistakes on our order or like something like they forgot and like just watching her as like i grew up i was like i don't want to be like that <laughs> i just like i feel bad for these waiters when they're on like the other end of my mom like lecturing them and i'm like i don't want to put some waiter and waitresses to do that um so i don't know maybe if, like, if it's a colossal fuck up maybe i'll like, just be like you know like, what's going on like yeah. do you need to have a talk you know like <laughs> but yeah if i can't eat it then i'll say something if i can <laughs> eat it just, i'll eat it man pretty hungry guy Connor, what about you? How are you uh, at restaurants? I, I'm pretty much the same way. Like, I don't know, I'm just nice to the waiter, the waiters and waitresses, and I don't know, like like you guys, I'm not too confrontational unless they missed an item or something. Then I'll be like, hey, um, you guys forgot this or something. But I'll still be nice, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely not like my parents or my grandma, who can definitely be kind of picky at places like. We went to um, Uncle Julio's recently, mm-hmm. and I remember my dad like wanted to switch tables because my brother spilled a little bit of his sprite. My dad was like, "The table's sticky now. We gotta move. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta switch tables now." <laughs> I was just like, "Dad, they just wiped it up. It's not sticky anymore." He was like, "No, it's a, it's a mess. <laughs> it's done." <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't get why parents are so picky. And, like, I feel like I've seen, definitely seen my grandma, like, lecture some people at restaurants before just because of, like, a minor inconvenience. Like, you know, something stupid. Like, there's our sauce she has a like on her um, chicken or something, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand that whatsoever, though. At that point, you're just like, this menu is trash. <laughs> yeah, <It's> like, <laughs> you got the food right. It's just ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I also I understand the perspective of like service workers, like um, especially food service, because those are the only jobs I've worked, and out I I've definitely always hated shitty customers. Like mm. I don't know, it's just the worst to deal with that in the middle of a shift or a rush. You know. Mm. Yeah. The worst time I dealt with a customer, though, was actually a DoorDash driver, which was pretty interesting. It was like this guy in his 40s, 50s, maybe. And I remember he was like sitting outside and he kept calling us because he was like, he was pissed that the food was taking so long for the DoorDash order. And it was weird because he got to the restaurant like right as we got the order. It was so strange. And he like cussed me out on the phone. He called me an idiot. He called all of us idiots. And I was just like, I, I just didn't answer him. I slammed the phone. Then he called again. I was like, dude, stop calling us. And that's all I could say. I didn't want to like get fired or anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can really cuss him out, but he was definitely pissing me off. And then when I gave him the order, I remember I like kind of like tossed it at him. Uh, like not like a throw, but I kind of like shoved it, it, shoved it at him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and you know just walked away but yeah that's the best way to deal with that situation yeah how about you guys have you had any experiences like that while working at any place uh Cold Stone experiences? Uh, nah, I just kind of sucked at my job. So, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Customers like, you're there's ass. A, like, I know. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a reason why I'm, I got laid off, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, the, I, I didn't like it because they didn't really train us. They just kind of threw us into, um, like, working. And then, I mean, obviously, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, so... It is hard. Yeah. It is hard to mix ice cream and toppings like that. It's not. I should have worked at Ben and Jerry's. They pre-mix that shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think really cool someone does it. That, that looks hard. Like yeah, four arms are gone by the end of the day. Yeah, now I'm paying the price. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should message Cole. You call Colson, bro. Like pay for my surgery, bro. <laughs> I gave my life away. Yeah. I need those lawyers, like the mesothelioma lawyers. Mesothelioma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't really had, um, I think like the most customer service job I had was like my tutoring job at tech, but all the students there were like pretty, like, they're pretty nice. Like, I mean, even the ones that like just came in just like, cause they wanted help with a question that like, they didn't really like want to care to learn. Like they weren't like assholes about it. They're pretty forward about it. They're like, Hey, I have a test in like two hours. How do I do this problem? How do I do this problem? And so it's like, yeah, no, no one's really, like, no one's really an asshole. Thankfully, at least, and they can't really be an asshole because they're asking you for help at the end of the day. Yeah, but like, if maybe if like I mess up and they'd be like, uh, "Oh God, you're such an idiot! <laughs> How do you have this job?" <laughs> like, if I messed up, they'd be like, they'd joke around and be like, "Dude, I can't get this like hat all the time, so you're fine." So yeah, most of them yeah. are pretty nice. Never mess up. You're like super smart. If anything, you feel like, "Oh my God, they worship you." <laughs> Yeah, Haran has like a statue in front of the mass emporium. It won't bob down to me. Uh, They're just going to name a building after you. Know. Yeah, I'll just never know if I'm going back to that town. Should we end it? It's pretty, pretty long already. But is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Sorry, I don't mean to be so abrupt. Yeah, you're so forward, God. <laughs> it's because it's like only a 120. That's usually like our cap. Oh, damn. I was just going to ask you guys real quick what your favorite memory together was. If you want to share something mm. like that. Hmm. Should we share the story three that we you? have? Yeah. Already that's such an insane segue. Connor, insane we had... segue. You're doing a better job than I have this whole time. Uh, thanks, Connor, for that question. Uh, <laughs> Why are you acting like he submitted a question? Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, really like, I think Haran played a big role in this and I did. So I think Haran should share it. Yeah, I can share it. I, I, okay. So I'm, I'll just preface this because like Turin's a better storyteller than I am. Um, anyway, okay. So we're at we're at tech and um Jackie came up. Actually, no, before Jackie came up, Turin was playing um music on his speaker, like his Google speaker. And uh so like I guess my 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 phone's an Android. So I think like Android phones like have like this thing with Google like devices where like if you're on the same Wi-Fi as a Google device, they can like control it. I'm not sure if iPhone has it too. But, um, so like basically I had the option to control the speaker without him knowing. So like, I'll just be, I'll be sitting in my room and he's like, his room is across from me in the, in the apartment. <laughs> so like, 
just like every like two minutes like three two or three minutes i would just like pause music and like i was like i would like wait to hear like there was a reaction but i couldn't really hear anything um <laughs> and then like uh i think two or three times like i did it and then the fourth time i went closer to the kitchen and then like when i did it that time i heard him be- i heard him like scream like audibly like fuck <laughs> it's like, like so confusing what's going on <laughs> so then i had to tell him guys well, kind of, i was getting i was feeling kind of bad um so then, like, he had a, a genius idea to call Jackie up and mess with Jackie. <laughs> so what we did, um, was, so Jackie came up from downstairs and uh, we told her that, like, tune out this new speaker that has the ability that if you, like, pointed at the speaker, it would start playing the music. And then Jackie, I think, like, Jackie at first was like, what the hell are you guys talking about? But I think she, like, kind of believed it. We'll, we'll let her comment on this after. But, like, I think she, like, kind of believed what was going on. So basically, like, I was standing behind Jackie and in front of a Jackie and she was like facing to room so like whenever Jackie would point I would just go on my my uh phone and like I'll just press a button like to say to start play and then Jackie like the first two times she was like what <laughs> like what's going on <laughs> <laughs> and then she's actually believing it and then finally we had to break it to her um but when we broke it to her she was like she put on this whole front she was like oh I knew you guys were like lying the whole time <laughs> I turned around and I saw you laughing. I was yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like after like a couple of times, you saw me laughing. Yeah. So then. Well, also keep in mind, like this wasn't just any speaker. Like this was an Alexa, and mm-hmm. I already had heard like many things about Alexas, hearing any of your conversations and whatnot. And so then when he told me that, like, I don't even know. Like now looking back on it, it doesn't sound like that realistic or like, that it could happen. But I guess I don't know. I wasn't even. I was sober too, so I just was having a really. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. Like my everything running in my head was just like I don't know. I don't know why Turin is so happy about. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that like, now Alexa can detect where you are in the room and like stop the music when you point at it i'm like it is pretty creepy when you like yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i was just focus on the fact that he was like laughing he's like isn't this cool <laughs> <laughs> creepy. i was like what if it's watching you change like no this is not cool <laughs> i turned around to look at you because i was like just so in awe and then like you were laughing i was just like why is he laughing <laughs> You guys got me though for a good like minute. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of my my favorite memories with Jackie. <laughs> Always fun to mess with Jackie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else you guys wanted to share with your favorite memories? Me and Jackie? Yeah, I, I have a lot. <laughs> well, which pick the one that stands out the most? I picked one that stands out the most. Uh, like a funny one or like an actual memory? Then, yeah, it could be heartfelt, you know, it'd be a nice way to end. Oh, heartfelt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes, uh, well, Turner and I are, aren't the most, you know, useful in the kitchen bunch over here. You know, we uh, get food from our moms usually, and sometimes we just miss our moms at school, especially when there's a lot of studying going on. Um, so me and Turner are studying the library for some stupid CS assignment we probably, like, didn't even do well on because fuck CS at tech. And then... Uh, we're coming back late uh, from the library, taking a bus home, and it was, like, pouring rain. And then Jackie texted us. She was like, hey, I made, like, she Jackie invited us over for dinner. Um, so then, like, when we got there, everything was already, like, set up. And, like, she was just greeted us at the door. And it was, like, so warm inside. And then, <laughs> you know, I just really, like, I stopped missing my mom. And I just 
had a nice dinner with Jackie and Teru, and Jackie's my mm. friend, not my mom. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> food was good too, and we had a good time. And then it was like a nice break from like going back to our apartment and just look making like a burnt peanut butter and jelly because you can't toast correctly. And yeah, <laughs> it was it was great. <laughs> so thank so you, Jackie. <laughs> That's very nice of you, Jackie, though. Okay, I can share a heartfelt. Well, not really heartfelt, but it's just like a something that I just thought of recently. But um, um, we were like I was studying weight at our engineering building. It was like me and my friend, and like it was it was snowing, so I couldn't drive that day. Or had snowed, I couldn't drive that day, and like the buses are like there's no more buses running at that point. Um, and I just messaged Jackie on the way, I'm just like, hey, like, do you mind picking us up? And I guess to to preface this, Jackie didn't like my engineering friend. <laughs> jokingly jokingly just because like i would spend time with them over uh our like um our other squad at tech um but yeah she like nice thankfully she like helped uh, pick us up from the place and and it was like a small gesture but it meant a lot of the time because like we all just look stressed from like studying and it was nice to have a nice ride home but yeah thank you jackie that's what friends are for they don't have anything yeah it makes sense i guess <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jackie's in the nice, doing more nice things for us than we do for her, unfortunately. No, that's not true. Um, with Harsha, I think like something that like I'll always cherish about like college um, was, um, I, I know Harsha like knew about like my issues in college, or whatever, and like uh, there was a time where he every time he came home from like class, which was like be late sometimes 10 30 at night or whatever if like he saw my bedroom light on he would like knock on my door and come and just like talk to me and ask me about my day and I really appreciated that because it was something that like would make my day if I were having like a bad day even if like I only had like an hour left of my day um so it was really nice um to like feel like someone cared about how I was doing and you know, just ask me on my day. It was just like something casual. It didn't have to be like so grand. Whatever. It was just like, but yeah. And then um, for Ron, um, well, I like to say we always joked around with each other and that was nice. Um, <laughs> and it was like the, you know, fun banter, as I always say. But oh man, I, re- I just had this story and then I forgot it. I mean, there was like, oh wait, how did I forget my story? I had a story. Um, Haran, do you know what she could be talking about? I legitimately have no idea, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Heartfelt story. Haran? Me? Yes. <laughs> like after Haran's birthday, we went around the room and we were like talking about like, you know things and like mm. memory and then i remember after as soon as i got the call i remembered something and i was just like why didn't i say that like <laughs> it's hard when you like you're asked in the moment to like come up with something mm-hmm. on the spur it's not easy no overall like haran is always there to have fun it was always nice when haran would come out because it wasn't that often um and then he would and it was just a lot of fun always just hanging out with him and joking around and um it was always nice just to like hang out with everyone um we had our tapas nights and oh soccer yeah soccer together and 
Oh, that was a lot more safer than <laughs> we did co-ed soccer. It was a lot more safer than <laughs> Jackie's league. We only had like one real game. Um, yeah, that was pretty sad too. And it was cut short. Uh, but I appreciated you like being so patient with me on teaching me like little tricks uh, because I know like Remy tried to and he was not patient with me. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciated that from me. So I'm like, wow, he's so patient because I'm just, you know. I I appreciated you taking the time to like teach me um, techniques and I even ended up being able to like hold the ball with my foot, like pick it up and roll it up on my foot and hold it for like three seconds. So that's my record now. Um, Probably can't do that anymore, but it was always fun just tossing the ball back and forth with you when you were making plans or just doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was such a wholesome end. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Connor. That was... You prompted such a nice discussion. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You don't you never really have to respond. Speaking of soccer, we reached full time on this podcast. Nice. Thank everyone for listening to this. Hope you enjoyed it. And we want to obviously thank J- Jack and Connor for coming on this podcast and we want to catch up with you guys. Uh, do you have anything just you want to say, anything you want to plug to our listeners or anything like that? Everyone should listen to Tyler Akutu's album tonight. <laughs> yeah, then call and, Connor if you're lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd love to come on again, and it was a good time. I'm glad I came on. Thank you, Connor, for joining and taking the time to talk to me and my friends. Um, thank you for treating my sister very well. <laughs> and uh, keep up the good work buddy (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys again Arusha and Haran it's always nice to talk to you guys and catch up of course thanks for coming on guys thank you that was a great combo so if you like this episode please head over to our Instagram you know like follow do everything at industry discussion follow us on Spotify we release episodes every week you should know that by now and uh, be on the lookout for a great episode next week. You know, we're changing up our hosts every week, so you don't know who's going to show up tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye. Bye, guys.